Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm 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 debating switching to Linux again. <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with what, what we're gonna be talking about, but I was I was looking at I'm, Can I help you say I, I was not expect like I that took like I know that like you always do some dumbass bit at the beginning of the I was not expecting the Linux bit to come back. It's been a while, so yeah, no, no. I've been watching a lot of teardowns of the Steam Deck, and I'm thinking about switching exclusively to the Steam Deck. Because hear me out, all right? It takes the best parts of PC gaming, which is being consistently frustrated at your computer, and then also mixes it in an uncomfortable hand hand handle form factor, right? It's like a Switch but top heavy. So you know, so it's like the original Xbox controller bolted onto a Switch, and honestly. The most fun part about using a computer is fighting your computer. So, you know, gaming on a Steam Deck sounds A1. Um, I'm also Christian, and this is Shades of Brown. And because there was a Nintendo Direct and Static is religiously against playing Nintendo games, we had to bring <laughs> someone else on to discuss the, the, the <laughs> Nintendo Direct in an actual meaningful capacity. So for the uh, fourth, fifth, I don't I don't know how many times. We'll just say we have, um, honestly... What what what's the word we'd use? A Nintendo correspondent, recurring guest. Yes, our Nintendo correspondent <laughs> meant with us. Yeah, hello. I was going to do my bit was going to be that I'm the return of um, Fire Emblem Three Houses discourse, but this is fine too. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you don't want to talk uh, about War. I have played Firehouse Three Houses, though. I am here. <laughs> I have played the game. We can have that discourse. So we have, I think one of the things we need to get out of the way is like this, there's no Breath of the Wild 2 in this. This is what, this one was, uh, I mean, Nintendo said it was not, like Breath of the Wild 2 was not going to be in this. Well, actually, oh, I should mention too, before we get into the actual direct for people who are listening, you may be wondering, where's the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra news stuff? We were, embargoes drop in three days. We're waiting until the reviews drop to actually talk about it. This episode will only be about the direct. Next time we'll talk about Samsung phones and I will go on for 10 minutes about using my phone as a desktop computer. But with that, though, back to the direct. Yes. So I don't think anyone is expecting Breath of the Wild because it's going to be well, a Nintendo said released in the first half of the year and three Breath of the Wild is not coming out until two years from now. So, you know, I, I mean, and we'll get to it. But that last announcement, the one at the very end of the direct, I turned to my sister and I was like, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 is not coming out this year. There's no way. No, it's absolutely <laughs> no way it's coming out this year. Like, I mean. That's fine. I, I oh, mean, it's fine. I, it's it's <laughs> cope. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, next uh, this month already. I mean, Elden Ring is coming out. Uh, fucking uh, Destiny, t- uh, the Witch Queen is coming out. Uh, there's a bunch of games coming out this month. Well, and the thing too about Breath of the Wild is this is like Metroid Prime Four in that Nintendo's just going to hold it for the next generation because we're getting very close to the end of the Switch's generation, right? Because I I, just, I have a feeling Nintendo is just going to hold this game until come you know whenever the new Switch comes out. Yeah, so they, they, it's going to be like a launch type for the next Switch. So that's it's a Zelda be. tradition at this point. I think Skyward Sword is the only one that like came out on the console. It was supposed to come out on before like it was done. Well, if you think about it, Skyward Sword required the Wii Motion Plus and that was oh, yeah. Nintendo's that was like <laughs> Nintendo's big end. generational move back oh, then. Oh my god. You're god. Not even I, I'm just like I'm just like motion control. I'm just glad that motion control is no longer the hot thing in AAA video games because I I just don't Now it's cloud like gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Honestly, <laughs> honestly, can we just bring back the touchpad on the back of the Vita? Yeah, that one was good. More, more, yeah, more consoles just have random touch surfaces on them with no real. Only reason. one game used it pretty well, Tearaway. <laughs> yes. well, that's about it. But it was still. It was I still mean, it's cool. Vita got completely ignored by Sony, so that's that's just uh, it's it's sad. Oh, you could use them as like R two and L two buttons on for like emulated games too. <laughs> This is no longer a Nintendo Direct. It's a it's a Vita, it's a Vita reminiscence, like the Gym Quisition this week. It's yeah. the PlayStation Vita special, actually. So we are just going to do nothing but talk about the Vita and all of the great dating yeah. sims that existed. Y'all for remember it. Freedom um, Wars? My hot take: Did Clanad have a did have a Vita port? Let me check. That I probably. I mean, Clanad seems like a big enough like. It's never been it's never on an Xbox port. I mean, but then again, no visual. No, well, actually, visual novels come. No, no. Xbox. There's actually I bought a random horny visual novel on um. On, on the Xbox. It is about dating a ghost girl. It's actually very good. But, um, oh yeah, no, it did. So I think it's a Japan only release. Okay. And it is going for only $50 on eBay. That is actually not that bad for an inbox complete Vita game. Like, jokes yeah. aside, yeah, that's $50 actually, inbox is pretty fucking that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good for that console. Um, so. Uh, what game do we want to talk? I think Mario Kart is the one that's probably. No, one. I think we do. We gotta go in order, man. We gotta start with Fire Emblem. It's time for Fire Emblem Discord. Okay, let's let's. I Fire Emblem Warriors uh, Three Hopes, which just sounds. It's it's a Muso game. It's uh, is, is Koi Tecmo making this? Is that is that who it is? Who's making this? Okay. Uh, I don't know if anybody else makes Muso games other than Koi Tecmo at this point, but uh, I don't think so. So so it just. Looks like a moose. Like I don't. I like. I don't. Like I'm not trying to be like dismissive of the genre, but like it's 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 just like it's a moose. Okay. <laughs> like no, no, that's fine. No, you can do that. No, no, you can do that. So it's interesting, actually. This game is interesting to me because the original Fire Emblem Warriors I really liked, and I guess a lot of people didn't. Uh, and I I feel like it was because they put a pretty big emphasis on Fates characters, and you know Fire Emblem Fates was horrible. Um, but you know, that one had Lynn in it. I don't think this one will have Lynn in it. And by, as a result, it will be like worse than the previous one by design. Uh, that said two, two things. One, the original Fire Emblem Warriors is probably the one of the most more interesting, um, like Musos mechanically, because you have to worry about, um, the weapon triangle as you're fighting and, uh, that, like it makes sense within the genre that said extremely funny watching that trailer and just like seeing the frame rate take an absolute dump on itself in the middle of like a nintendo direct trailer that's so yeah i i think nintendo at this point is just like yeah the switch fucking it's it, what do you want like this tegra <laughs> fucking nvidia chip like, actually l- listen listen the this is um real gamer corner hours so scrubs get mm-hmm. fucked yeah the oh, frame Jesus. rate drops are a part of the challenge all right oh right 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 I'm sorry. oh right yeah. right oh, okay this okay. is this game doesn't need difficulty modes if you want this game to be easier overclock your right, switch right, and right. stop yeah, crying. no actually that that is my bad i am too casual of a gamer to to even begin to understand <laughs> that level of, uh, of challenge so but i i think one of those things about muso games is like the whole point is like smooth and fluid movement right like like and I feel like I mean I haven't played a Muso game ever, and I'm not planning on playing any of them. But like, like seems like dropping frames really unsatisfying in a mass war action game. No, why would you think that? 
That's that's so weird. Um, it's I mean I feel like at this point Koei Tecmo just takes the the checks from Nintendo and then they use that for like sixty FPS games on on other consoles. Yeah, I think Koei Tecmo like the Muso games are like it's like Koei Tecmo just like milks that fan base of like the, those the hardcore dedicated Muso players who just only play Muso games for some reason. Like that's all. Like it's like the people who play Call of Duty every year. Like those are the people. Like they, they buy they buy the every new Koei Tecmo Muso game because it doesn't matter to them. So I I actually I have a crack in the theory here of they they not wanting to do poor performance and actually I think I this is by design. So. I'm looking at the Yuzu entry for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, right? Another, you know, little Muso game. And the game breaks if it goes up above 29 FPS no running way. Yuzu. <laughs> Let's go. What? What? Let's you have go. to cap it to 30 FPS or else the game... Sorry, you have to cap it to 29 FPS or else the game <laughs> breaks in Yuzu. So, <laughs> I... Let's That's just to be clear hell. here. If they were actually trying, like, if this is the Switch hardware limitation and not a broken game like engine thing, it should, in theory, be running fine above 30 FPS or cap to 30 FPS a proper VSync. I, I mean, I that I mean, it could be a user problem, but the fact that you have to, you cannot run it. Uh, I think that's an engine problem. That's oh, probably. almost that definitely. Sounds like some. I mean, because you see what Nintendo can pull off. Um, even uh, at, at like 60 fps on their own console they could definitely do more but you can do i i think koi tecmo just doesn't want to invest like in a new engine they're like well we have strangers of paradise to work on this is just an in-between check so that's true <laughs> this this is just like this is like, like the contract job you know you just take take the check you take the check and you release it yeah you use it for chaos uh, let's see fire emblem warriors too actually since i'm still looking at the yuzu database uh, Fire Emblem Warriors does not run in Yuzu at all. Game functions, but with major gla- graphical or audio glitches, unable to progress in specific areas, even with workarounds. I mean, that's probably like just running it on a Switch as well. Yeah, so, you know, listen, I own that, that game. That the answer there. is yes. That is 100% correct. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know, like, what are y'all, like, general, like, thoughts without going into too detail into Fire Emblem Three Houses? I, like, I'm not a Fire Emblem. Sorry, you can't, you cannot say it without going into too much like, detail. I know, that I, not- said that, I said that for a specific reason, because I know there's a lot of hashtag discourse when it comes to Fire Emblem. I can, I can sum it up for you, uh, and it, it is that... Um, I think I mentioned this on Twitter once, but basically people think they want like gray, morally dubious characters and then they get them and they realize that's actually not true. And that's especially true with three houses because you can't have more morally gray characters who exist as like mascot characters that are sort of pitted against each other because there's no way you're like the average person's not going to be like oh actually they're kind of all war criminals they're just going to be like my war criminal is better than your war criminal which is exactly what happened yeah so yes like people standing for Edelgard. yeah yeah like like, yeah yeah, exactly you you love to see a white woman get her war crimes you know you love to see it guess like gatekeep girl boss (laughs) (laughs) gatekeep Girl keep I don't girl yes, keep the yes, no. yesification of war criminals. Oh, <laughs> Literally, they, they were just like make her a lesbian. Now, now war crimes are fine. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> and that's three houses. So I'm excited to, to get more of that so soon too. Ooh, I, I'm gonna get some popcorn and just sit down. See, this is why I love I love these Nintendo directs because. Nintendo, you know, there's like some like I'm gonna talk to you about Drake for a minute, right? You get like <laughs> no. a four four year rollout for a Drake album. 
you know, and next thing you know, it's like bloated. It's him just crying about getting shamed into being a father, right? Whereas, like, that's how, like, <laughs> E3 is for Sony or Microsoft. <laughs> but for Nintendo, they're like, yeah, we got a game. It's coming out soon. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> like, Nintendo, Nintendo just like, here are the trailers. Uh, okay, have fun. Uh, Advance Wars. I know, Mint, you are Advance Wars, Stan. Uh I mean, yeah, they're fun. I mean, I like them. It's I found I was talking about this when I was watching. It's funny to me that um, people were like upset that the game looks like like action figurey and like plasticky, which I think it needs because it's so like it's it's you're literally like playing playing war, which is fine, but it's a Nintendo console, and and I don't know. I feel like i i don't need realistic looking like drone strikes we get enough of that in real life as is <laughs> yeah, so this is fine i like say. literally please yeah. make it as over the top cartoony as possible so that i don't have to or honestly look at the performance you get on a switch game when they do try and do realistic medieval war crimes fire emblem can't, <laughs> i can't i can't think of any game that would match that criteria but yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean it looks cute i like um the team that does it way forward they're great so no, I don't have much to say about it. And it looks, it looks, yeah, it looks cute. Um, and also, like, it's coming out. I think it's coming out pretty. Yeah, soon. like it's, April. It's like April so, uh, No Man's Sky uh, on the Switch, which is speaking of frame rate, uh, <laughs> like, I, I much respect the team over at at Hello Games. I know they've been doing some wonderful work on on the like on the game itself. They're like No Man's Sky is like No Man's Sky is a glow up. Like when it came out, like it was really shit. Um, I I bought it at launch, unfortunately, <laughs> but I paid sixty dollars for it. Um, it's, it was fine. I mean, it, like I played it. I played it for like forty hours, even though it was like so bare bones. Uh, but like you could see like the potential of that game, and I think the game's potential has been like realized uh to the fullest. But uh, so this Switch port uh apparently has been in the works for uh multiple years. I bet they've you've had you'd have to work on <laughs> like, it from 2017 to like get it to like, working. Uh, I expect this game to look like absolute shit. The Digital Foundry video on this is going to be extremely interesting because uh. No, 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 no. See, you got to think of it this way. The the Switch port of No Man's Sky is just a great first step in them getting an Android version running up and going, you know, this is probably just so they can put it on mobile. You know, port it to Switch. It'll run on a Samsung phone fine, you know? It's not the opposite. Actually, it might. No, actually, yeah, it will because, like, Genshin Impact will run fine on phones, but they have yet to get a working Switch port of that game out. It's so funny how quiet they've been about that too. They straight up, yeah. they're just acting like it doesn't exist. I could, I'd love to see it. The thing is, because I would play that game on the Switch, right? Because of like the real controls. The only reason I don't play Genshin on my phone is because I don't want to hook up a controller and I don't like the touch controls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, say say what we will about um, No Man's Sky, but at least the game is on the cartridge that you'll be purchasing and inserting into the Switch. And I see we're like what one two three four five. Uh, I'm gonna say like eight eight games away from um, talking about what I really want to talk about in regards to that. So I'll just I'll let that go for now. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, I know you're actually no static. You don't know this trend. Oh my god, static does not know this trend because he's a digital only uh, gamer who hates physical gotcha. media. I, Ooh, never mind. No, we're not. This is a tease. Hold you, on. Gonna, you, you get the finest out later. <laughs> I, um, so, anyways, we have the best game of the yes. direct Mario fucking yeah. Strikers Battle yeah. League. Is this is this like 
It's just like I'm not joking. I'm not joking I'm either. <laughs> I was like, so excited it's, when it's, I saw it's this. Like, <laughs> it's FIFA, but like Mario. Like is, is yes, like, and it's great. Yeah, it actually, and it's interesting. It's very similar to like Smash Bros. in the sense that they added a bunch of accidental tech that makes it like super hardcore competitive at higher levels. And from what I could tell here, it's like they they kind of just made that tech like part of the game itself uh as opposed to you finding it out on accident so yeah it's gonna be sick um viva football yeah <laughs> well, i was gonna say i'm very happy they're following the gamecube game and not the wii one with like with how they're doing this because the wii strikers was, i next level is pretty good uh well i mean actually do we know if it's next level I, doing this it's i probably, don't know. it has to be next level doing probably. this right i don't because they they did they did the one for this game. Yeah, I I don't know, and they haven't really done anything else that I can think of, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because Nintendo owns Next Level too yeah. now, right? It's been 15 years since the last one, which is just oh my back. <laughs> it just makes you feel old. Like uh, that actually looks fine. Like I, I like I would actually like pick this. I think my brother would enjoy it. He likes he likes. No, we can get it as online play. We can make a fucking club, bro. Oh we can make God. a football <laughs> club. Football club. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, bro, I can you can just hear me yell out goal <laughs> all the time, bro. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, man. Yeah, the, the online is gonna be probably shit, but it's gonna be fun. Well, I don't, I don't no, know. no, no, no. Me and you, I, I have an Ethernet dongle for my Switch Lite. You know, oh. so I, I keep my Switch oh. Lite on Ethernet. Would it be peer to peer? Because that would be really probably. That's horrible. I mean, it's, it's Nintendo. Damn. It's Nintendo. <laughs> There's not gonna be a dedicated uh, server for that with like ten, no, eight I to mean, ten players. I mean, Splatoon was Splatoon. Uh, Splatoon two was was peer to peer, and that was uh... no, no, no. Here's Nintendo's. Here's Nintendo's thinking on on peer to peer versus dedicated servers, right? So you're in a meeting. It's Miyamoto. You know, <laughs> he's probably smoking some ganja yeah. or whatever. And the network team's like, hey, so you know, we're working on this new game. You know, we're doing. We, we think about doing dedicated servers, and and they explain it, and then he looks at them, takes a hit of the blunt, and it's just like, this is Nintendo. The, we are dedicated to the player. The player is right, the server. Right. Keep that shit local. <laughs> and walks out the room. And everyone's like, what the fuck? So peer-to-peer? Okay, we'll remove online entirely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of Splatoon 3, uh, we have a trailer for Splatoon 3 Salmon Run. Uh, Next Wave, which is a very long title. Subtitle honestly uh but it is supposedly coming out this summer which means uh span of i don't know like june july august who knows i imagine around e3 is probably going to drop it like I, i'd be surprised like the e3 director like hey splatoon's out next week or at the end of the month or whatever yeah that makes sense when is e3 happening this is season? it like when not, is it yeah. not happening? <laughs> oh, oh. yeah there is no e3 happening not in the traditional um, okay. sense the, the summer's game mess is probably going to happen to start around june you know jeff keely is going to just be like um, bring out the Shake Hydra yeah. bot and just do game <laughs> he, events the entire He comes summer. out of a mountain of Dorito dust and is like, I return. And The only time the PC Gamer show was good was when Frankie was, like, Frankie Ward was uh, hosting it. Like, doing that, because Frankie Ward is good. Uh, Front Mission, first remake. I don't, I, this is a game I've never heard of. So I, I'm gonna, this is, I, I don't know what, what, when, what is when, 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 when the announcer was like, um, uh, pilot, you're Wanzer. I was like, what did this man just say? Like, I honestly c- could not <laughs> believe that that sentence came out of his mouth. And then seeing the remake and then seeing that they're doing the sequel too, it was just like, 
Um, as we'll see as we get through the rest of these games, um, uh, this this direct was really super just bomb as hell for people who are fans of like malaligned nineties uh games. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's the theme is just like those forgotten like franchises from the nineties that like like a bunch of people really, really care about it and to see that they lose their shit on Twitter, like it's like that's 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 the <laughs> like like static for for context on the since you're mostly more familiar with, like the Xbox Western PC side of things. Like this game being remade is if Microsoft came out and did a balls to the wall remake of Fable One, the Lost Lost Whatever Lost um, Collection thing for the first Fable game, because we would be like, "Why the f- sure? I'll take it, but what? <laughs> like, like I will absolutely take this, but what? Why?" I I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking at the trailer, bro, and, and I love these mechs, bro. I'll play it. It's, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The character art is super true to form. It's, it's so. Really good. Who's developing this? This is uh, it's some. It's like a third party studio. Some kind. Forever Entertainment isn't do, isn't Forever Entertainment doing it? Forever Entertainment, yeah. Forever Entertainment published by Square Enix. Yeah. Looks it, it was originally like it is a Square, a Square. A Square. I think it was SquareSoft when they made it. Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah. Oh my God, that's that's yeah, that's ancient history, right? That now I know that that's like that's a long time ago. Yeah, I'm super excited. There's, I mean, there's like it's it's one of those things. It's super niche, so you know, I know a lot of people. Yeah, it's super niche. I I feel like this, it's one of those things that if it's bad, uh, people are gonna be very mad because. You know, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No. Uh, tw- it's it just has 2022. We don't have uh, any any like exact release date, so who knows? Uh, next up, this one I don't even like like Disney Speedstorm. Like what? <laughs> I can explain this for you. Here, let me explain this to you. So what happened was, um, is that Nintendo hasn't made a Mario Kart in like 15 years and a bunch of companies are coming out at, like of, of the, the, the sewers that they were living in, like <laughs> during Mario Kart's reign. And they're like, are we free? Like we can, we can make cart games again. And that's why we're getting this and Chocobo GP. Like literally we're just, they're just like, we can make racing games again. Cause <laughs> that that's literally it. Also, this is done by the studio that makes Asphalt, those mobile games, I think, right? Oh, so like yeah, Asphalt. Yeah, yeah. I know Asphalt. Like yeah. so it's gonna look gorgeous and have no depth. <laughs> and a so, lot of microtransactions. <laughs> and don't forget it's free and to play. It's free to play, baby. Yeah. I was sad because I was looking at it, I was like, this look this looks you know, yeah. this looks pretty game tight. Off. And then they were like free to play, and I was like, Okay. Alright. Game Loft <laughs> is making it. Um so so yeah, it's it's gonna have Disney properties in it, so you know kids are gonna like it. But you know it's gonna be. I, I didn't see. Um, did anybody see Lightning McQueen? I did not see the the Kachow himself. That's I, so I, funny. No, 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 no. Was that purposeful? No, no, that, that's for the battle pass. Oh, okay, battle okay, pass. okay, Come okay. on, you, you gotta you gotta keep something. You gotta keep something. You gotta hold it off. You know, it's for the battle pass. You know, you joke about that, but this game is already doing better than Chocobo GP because I don't know if you saw, but that game cost money and will also have a battle pass and you have to buy it and then grind out points to unlock cloud and squall and like a bunch of other stuff and it's just like can you like i, I was literally i was genuinely annoyed i mean i i could talk shit about that but i literally just spent a 100 bucks on destiny for everything that's coming in the next year <laughs> okay so do i really no, have the, any ground to stand on but 
But the difference is, is that Destiny 2 has about 15 different game loops that you can build a battle pass in. Do you know how many Chocobo GP is going to have? One. One. <laughs> you race around a track <laughs> over and over and over again. Fair. That's like, Fair. think about that. Like, that's mind numbing to me. I just, because like, if I'm in Destiny 2, I'm like, I want to get to the next level of my, of the battle pass or whatever. I can pick up a bunch of bounties for shotguns and, and, and rocket launchers and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, do I want to do Crucible? Oh, no, maybe I'll do a strike. So, you know, your brain at least can can be unburdened by the realization that you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's, that's it's Yeah, like Destiny has a lot of like activities, as they're called. Like, so it's like, yeah, racing has won. Like, that's oh, I'm just and I'm really annoyed. I'm like personally passionate about this just because I was so excited that it was coming out. I, I'm, I'm just I just want like playground games to make a racing game for the Switch. Like, that's that's what I want. Like, legitimately, like, there was like EA, EA sure as a shit is not going to make a good Need for Speed game anytime this decade. So, uh, you know, Rockstar yeah. should make yeah. a new Midnight Club. That's all I'm saying. L- listen to me. Rockstar, I, I, it's not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said Rockstar doesn't care about anything other than Grand Theft Auto. Like, that's the oh, most. yeah. They release one game like every 15 years yeah, now. It's, so. like, it's not something. <laughs> um, the next game, speaking of EA, uh, Star Wars, not uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. I know this is like a massively like nostalgic title for. A lot no, of no, no, I no! I got is beef it? with this. I got to talk my shit. So, this is a port of the very bad Wii version and PS2 version of the game, and not the 360 and PS3 one that looks significantly better. The Switch port looks worse than the 360 version of this game. Also, this, this like why? I, I don't know. That, I mean, that, like now that you bring it up, that's actually um, pretty surprising. Um, I, I I didn't notice. I forgot that like uh, the original on like the 360s, like the first instance of the Remedy Engine, if I recall correctly. And I'm looking at the footage again. I'm like, yeah, no, this is definitely not. Uh, this is not. <laughs> this is not that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just it it does not make sense to me that you. Well, actually, no, totally makes sense to me because Nintendo period but it's still just wild that you would port a insuperior version of the game no they were like either this or we cloud version the 360 version listen microsoft would sell x cloud call uncle phil phil's on the line that's actually true (laughs) (laughs) i remember the multiplayer was pretty fun i rented it that's how old i I think at least the port would be good because it's being done by asper uh, and Asper is like a legit, like they're good. They're they're really fucking good. So, but uh, you know, you better port this Wii PS2 game pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Like, a, well, I <laughs> mean, be really disappointed. I mean, you would think. You would think. <laughs> I think the next game something to go on to. If we're talking about porting Wii and PS2 games, or, or actually, no, actually, Assassin's Creed never came to the Wii, did it? Didn't no, they? I don't. Not not any of the mainline titles. They did like some side scroller yeah. thing, if I recall. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ubisoft releases the game on every fucking platform they can. Yeah, three Assassin's Creed three came out on the Wii U, oh. and then Ubisoft was like, "That's our third party support for this generation. <laughs> we got to go harass some women." So see I, you I later. mean, I mean, the Wii U, the Wii U was like the PS Vita, but with less enthusiasm. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. Uh, so Assassin's Creed, Creed, uh, the Ezio Collection. Uh, for those who are not familiar, the Ezio Collection is Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Those are the 
three three games. They were like, "Whoa, people really like this Ezio guy. We should just keep making <laughs> games about him." I, which is fair. Is fair. I, 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 I think uh, Assassin's Creed Two and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood are like extremely like extremely good. Like, when was the last time you played them before you finished that sentence? Because I, I know I okay, bought I, this collection at your recommendation, okay. and these games has, play like no. fucking shit on, okay, on an was, Xbox Series go. S. <laughs> I was these so games I, are slow. Yeah, the movement is juggy. Yeah, I haven't. It just like I'm playing this and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to just say it. People are like the new Assassin's Creed games are not like the old ones because they lost their shine. No, the new Assassin's Creed games are actually fluid and have good combat. This game is like slow as molasses. This game's shit. I think okay. I let me let me actually explain some things here. So this was made in a period of like Arkham Asylum and the Arkham games. I don't I don't Brown games you mean? It was made in a game in an era of brown games. Yeah. It, Brown, yeah, so I think area. the combat, the way the combat, especially in Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood, is it's slow. It's very, very sort of like it's very counter based. Like the combat is counter based. Like everything is like you have to counter everything. Um, and it's all about that flu, not fluid in, in the sense that it is like smooth movement, but not in the sense that it's, it's fluid in the sense that the game has very slow input response. So you have to like wait a second to hit the button again or nothing happens. Yes. Right. It's, it's, it's like a little bit cinematic, you know, like it's more yeah. about like, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's, I think, I think people look back on Assassin's Creed two fondly because Assassin's Creed one was like such a proof of concept. It felt like, yeah. And two was like the realization of, of all the stuff all the potential in the first game it's like ocarina of time which is still my favorite you know zelda game but like there are definitely 15 new zelda games that are better than it in every way i uh assassin when i played assassin's creed like the first assassin's creed game i i played it it was a pirated version uh obviously this was way back i was like fucking a, a teenager i didn't have money for games <laughs> yeah i didn't, you didn't have your own money <laughs> i didn't have money to buy video games <laughs> so i pirated it and i remember playing it i was like this is like not a, like this has a lot of potential like i played it i was like this is incredible like i love this i love like like it was very repetitive and like like a lot of the missions were like extremely repetitive and like the open world was wasn't particularly like interesting or good but you could like see like the potential that ubisoft had with the concept and like assassin's creed 2 was like how i bought that shit so for people who don't remember assassin's creed 2 is when ubisoft introduced uplay on on pc that was the Yes, that was the that was the introduction of Uplay. I remember this specifically because I bought this game. Like I, I think I saved up money to buy this game. Uh, like I bought this game day one, right? And I couldn't play play it because the DRM servers were down. Oh, uh, nice! Like, I couldn't play it because <laughs> because omen for, because for I think future. the Uplay service got DDoSed or something, and like nobody could play it. Like anybody who played bought the game legitimately like just could not play it because the uplay servers especially on pc where i think you, you need uplay to start the game right because the drm was so built in uh and like i still love that game a lot i think Assassin's Creed 2 like i don't wouldn't say it holds up and it has it hasn't aged that well, well. well i mean i would say it is if you if your first encounter of assassin's creed like me was odyssey or origins or Valhalla. Don't go back to these. Oh, you went backwards. Yeah, my first, the first Assassin's Creed I've ever played and beat was Odyssey. Yeah, that's like for playing Persona 5 and then trying to go back to like 2. <laughs> it's just, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, no, I got duped by Static. He was talking this game up and next thing you know, I'm playing this and I'm like, 
what is up with this like stereotypical Italian man talking about fettuccine and telling me to jump around places? I'm so confused. <laughs> Jesus. He said, uh, ratatouille, ratatouille. <laughs> like, oh, cool. So these games were like very, like for the, at the time when they came out, like Assassin's Creed 2 was very visually like striking. Like the, the visual, like it looked fucking incredible. Like that, that was the. And it really solidified Ubisoft's like virtual tourism um like vibe yes yeah absolutely 100 percent. like the like sort of like the depiction of venice uh and like like the the sort of the rome and like it, it was just extremely visually like visually good i wonder how this is going to hold up on the switch i think from a performance perspective uh if this game does not hold up at a 30 fps cap um ubisoft fucked up so it probably won't because it's ubisoft so i i'm i'm, I'm like i haven't played the the Ezio games since they came out basically like I haven't played any of this and Revelations is the one I like the least to be honest but uh, I, I'm not like hundred percent opposed to replaying them but it's just like I there's so many other games I need to play so it's like I don't it's like I don't that's the thing that's what's interesting it like it's hard to get hype for ports like that because it's like I, I it makes sense I guess for people who are exclusively Switch owners which kind of feels like the the same type of person who who has a phone and doesn't have like a laptop or a computer of any kind but but i am not that kind of person so i'm just like i mean cool i guess but there's like a million other things i want to play also ubisoft sucks ass, so. <laughs> that's, yeah let's, let's like, get that out like, yeah I, before i i was like before we move on let's just let's just say like, ubisoft's fucking they're shit, horrible shit company. and you know that they're dropping this because they know that like people hate them right now uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 not like I. Uh... Oh, also, there's something else we need to talk shit about too. This game, right? So here's a fun trend to switch physical games. There's only one game on the cartridge. The rest of them are download only. Wait, man, that's not what you were talking about earlier about the trend with Switch games. I thought we, I thought this is the trend we're going to talk shit on. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm talking. We're now about three, three games away from what I was talking about. <laughs> okay, okay, but yeah, so there's this though, so. The Switch has a very fun trend. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, whatever, that terrible port also has the same thing where parts that of games will... That. Yeah, it's, you know what's the worst part? It's GTA 3 that's on cartridge. The worst one to put on cartridge is GTA 3. Like, oh, at least geez. put San Andreas, put the good one on cartridge. Or I can see an yeah. argument for Vice City. San Andreas is fucking amazing. Though. It's also the biggest one, so it makes sense that that one gets put on the cartridge. No, GTA 3 is the smallest. Yeah. I know that's what I'm saying, is that they should have put San Andreas on the cart instead because it's oh yeah bigger. yeah that's it's just <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> that's so it funny. is just i the, the next game i don't know if anybody here cares about uh sd gundam battle alliance i don't know if anybody here is into gundam like like le- legitimately well i i don't think we need to spend that much time on it like yeah it looks cute um it's nice when gundam stuff comes here because it never does Basically yeah, that's true. I think the last Gundam game I literally played was on the PSP back when I was a teenager. It was like Gundam versus Gundam Next Plus, and it, uh, I, I like our friend. We had a friend group that just like we just played that game like uh, ad hoc multiplayer every day, uh, and it wasn't Japanese. It never like it was never translated. Like, it never came to like we had a pirate. We had a pirated ISO of it, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. how we played it. <laughs> Um, so what I'm hearing is you're buying this game, Static, to relive your childhood. No, no. Honestly, my interest in Gundam sort of faded as I graduated from high school. Like, just sort of my interest in it, the franchise, and like, sort of the series. Like, just, just, I'm just not into, like, Gundam, uh, like, as I was when I was a teenager. I just kind of moved on from it. 
that's fine. It's good that there's more Gundam games coming to the West. I think that's good because a lot of the games are fun. Like the first, I know they're bringing this one. I want them to bring that that like Overwatch competitive or competitor here. I I really want to see that (laughs) happen. I don't know if you've like seen any gameplay from that, but it literally it's just it's just Overwatch but with robots. No, that's. I don't, I don't. I feel like I don't want to get into it because if I do, I'm gonna be like, okay, no, no, it's it's Overwatch but Gundam. <laughs> he said I'm gonna start buying kits and, and and like painting them. And I feel like the Gundam is one of those things. If you get into it, it's like a money pit. It's like it's like a fucking money. It's pit. it. Yeah, it it hits hard. It hits fast, and your wallet will like. Yeah, be I, I already have enough enough expensive hobbies. I don't I don't need another one. Uh. Chrono Cross the Radical Dreamers. Is this like a. <laughs> is this a. Is this, oh, what? God. Why, why I are you have so much shit to talk about with this game. Okay, Where go, do we go, begin? Go. Okay, go. Firstly, what the fuck's up with the font? If you have you seen watch if you've seen the font in the trailer it just looks so I'm watching bad. it. I'm watching I'm watching What I, is I, Did they change yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a sans serif font. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like you know okay, I can explain probably everything you're about to say which is that uh, Square Enix always does this shit because they're like they think about when they're going to be porting these games to mobile at some point, and that's probably they're probably like that. Like all of this is probably just the bones for a mobile port. They always do that, so that's not that surprising, right? I mean, and also, also too, Chrono Cross is is not a good game. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it. Chrono Cross is it's it's okay. It's serviceable. You know, it is it is a JRPG that exists out there, but. Like if they're trying to do this to gauge interest on a Chrono Trigger remake, I no. This is not you, I don't I actually don't I don't think that's the case. First of all, I unfortunately I can't co-sign any of that cuz I do love this game. <laughs> I do, I know that it's like it's mid as hell. You're 100% correct. But and like the soundtrack is doing so much heavy lifting. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I I it's okay. We can we can love mid games. Like for example, one of my favorite shooters is The Conduit on the Wii. Does anyone remember that game? No, only <laughs> no, I remember the second. I don't even know what the second was. one was shit. The first one is a classic. Multiplayer was great. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is that I think I think we're just getting a remaster of Chrono Cross because I think they're doing an HD two D remake of Chrono Trigger. It just feels like that's what's happening at this point. I I can't explain it. I the guy used like a trigger pun as he was discussing. Um, the Chrono Cross port. I just feel in my guts that there's like they're going to they're going to do an HD 2D remake, and if they do, I will um like pass out in real life. I will probably just start like wailing like a banshee because that's like because I wouldn't want a full remake. I don't need that, but the HD 2D remake would be the perfect um like combination of those sorts of things. Um, this looks fine. The remastered music will be good. Uh, hopefully. Matsuda uh, can take another crack at that battle theme because, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I was gonna say. Is that I I've never played Chrono Cross, uh, Chrono Trigger, but I have the the soundtracks on my local music library because I think this is some of the best like video game music ever made. Uh, so it's like you know I hope the soundtrack gets like a good remaster. So. Yeah. What's really funny about that is because so they're adding the radical dreamers um to this, which that part was surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that. That game uses the same battle theme and it sounds sick as hell in, in Radical Dreamers. So I don't know what happened when they like made Chrono Cross, but something got lost in translation. Um I'm happy this exists because 
even though it is again a mid JRPG, I think um, having more ways to play it and find out why it was so mid <laughs> is good. Yeah, that's fine. I think a lot of I think it, maybe maybe there's a lot of people who like never. I mean, I did. I mean, I'm not planning on playing, it, but I'm sure there are like JRPG fans now. Like who are like younger and have never played Chrono, the Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger games. Yeah, they get to learn. They get to be disappointed in real time, just like we were. It's all, it's all there. Everybody's gonna come back and be like, "Wait a sec, this is just okay." So this one is also coming out like in April. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty, pretty soon. Uh, so next one we have Kirby, uh, Kirby and the uh, uh, the Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, I, I, I'm, I like this looks fine like i i don't know what to say other than it just looks like kirby uh i so first of all um every direct there's always the game that gets memed to hell and kirby was the one this time so that's fun but being uh like being legit um there are there are things in this game if you're like a big kirby fan which i am um that are interesting in that they're like adding a level of depth to Kirby games as never existed before, like crafting, crafting upgraded abilities. That's unheard of. Like it's literally, you can get through Kirby games, just pressing a, and then pressing B every once in a while with like, no. So having that and like building your little village of waddledees and stuff, there's, there's, there's some depth here that you don't normally see from Kirby. So that's exciting. I mean, I would have gotten it either way, but how laboratory is that? That's the developer. Uh, uh, so Kirby, uh, coming out in March, actually, it's connect just game of the year competitor. Not even kidding. I so my I I have the take, which I know in the Kirby community is not. Um, I think, man, you agree with me. I think we've talked about this before, but that Plano Roboto was like the last great Kirby game, and I'm I'm thinking this is going to be top tier Kirby too. I I feel I have a good feeling in my heart about this one. Day one purchase. Absolutely, I can't wait to see how many gods we kill in this one. It's going to be sick as hell. <laughs> No, you're right. I I I wasn't. I did not feel um, the one that came out on the Switch very very much. So this this feels closer to what I'd like from Kirby. So uh, the next game, MLB The Show 22. I don't think anybody anybody here uh, is. An- I absolutely do not care. I mean, go off. But, <laughs> Same. Yeah. I was gonna say. I, don't <laughs> I I literally have like the the opposite of caring when it comes to baseball. So it's like yeah. It's like- <laughs> Just, are you off. are you happy for you? Are Japan. you into baseball for some reason? I I don't I don't know. Like Sony wants microtransaction money. That's why this game exists. Because this is a Sony published game. It's Sony Studio that's making it. It's I mean it's everything about it is super strategic because you know Japan loves baseball. Yeah, Japan loves they slap Japan a, a famous Japanese player on the cover of the game that is going to be on a Switch uh, for the first time, which is like hands down the most popular system in japan right now it was very strategic they're gonna make a bunch of money off of it go off baseball is hella boring um and it's only slightly less boring if you're there in person which i have been because <laughs> yeah i i agree baseball is, is very boring and i used to watch cricket when i was a little kid like cricket and stuff damn and and even then you're like uh baseball's worse <laughs> that's wild <laughs> it's like you know like how you know how, how long like test matches of cricket are like bro that takes like yeah. weeks the sun goes the down, sun goes down. It's fucking, uh, but yeah um i don't want to make the baseball nerds mad so let's let's just move yeah on. sorry <laughs> like, i'm sorry your game is so boring we got we, we got we have another fan base to upset ben, please you introduce the next one this is you i don't even want to I don't got it in my heart. I saw a clip yesterday of the cloud version of Kingdom Hearts 
to where Roxas is supposed to fight a nobody. He runs past it. The game like um, freezes for three seconds, and then the nobody like kills him and he dies. <laughs> that's that's the Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's experience. the experience. I am. I I think I, I posted it yesterday, but I was like, Square Enix is probably the most emotionally abusive company in the industry right now. Because you can be like, Ubisoft sucks, and you can name all the reasons why, and that's it. But Square Enix does this thing where they like they like they like pat you on the head. They're like, oh. You love Final Fantasy fourteen, don't you? And then they slap you across the face with the Kingdom Hearts cloud, uh, uh, you know, cloud. What is it? It's not a remake. It's nothing. This is nothing. It's nothing. This is this is literally uh, like it's called Kingdom Hearts inter. They just make up words. (laughs) No, I'm just to have the audacity for such a horrible port and to still do like your stick where you're like, Oh, we're going to make up funny words because that's what we do. It's not a joke anymore. It's not funny. It's not <laughs> it's, funny, bro. Like, it's it, not it, funny it, it, anymore. And you don't want to put masterpiece in the title, which is, that is just like, what, like, it's just what, what? <laughs> and, and the, that's why I kept hinting at like, you know, well, at least no man's sky is going to be on the cart because <laughs> you know, at least that game yeah, it'll probably run at like 640p. You're right. But I would rather that. I'd rather because people don't buy Switch ports thinking like, oh, I'm going to get the most like 4K high def quality. Right. I mean, they know they're expensive. Other people who buy the Switch like don't particularly care either. So, yeah. Yeah. So just do that. That's one thing. But to do that with a bunch of games that came out. On the PS2 and, 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 and the Nintendo 3DS and make those cloud based is just, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just so wild. I, I just, it's just a money grab, honestly. That's, I mean, just, let's, let's just call it what it is. Like the Kingdom Hearts PC ports, like being like nine, like $90 or whatever, like $100 is just like, it's just milking, it's just milking a fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. They don't respect. They don't respect Kingdom Hearts fans specifically because Final Fantasy XII got a Switch port. You don't see me having to connect to a server to play that game. I can that. In, I don't know if you know this. Final Fantasy XII came out after like every other Kingdom Hearts game that came out on the PS2, including the Chain of Memories uh, remake. So I don't know what witchcraft they did to get that playable on a Nintendo Switch, but I guess it didn't work for a game that came out in 2007. I feel like I feel like I feel like they I feel like this is one of those things where uh, they can't afford to piss off the Final Fantasy fan base, but Ki- Ki- Kingdom Hearts is like. Yeah, whatever. Like you, you guys can fuck off because like you guys are just like marks at this point. Yeah, like they just they just they just scam you. Like it's a scam. Like it's just it's just. You'll take anything. You'll take slop. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder if um, Disney has some hand in this. Like, like the same way that like the same way Arxis can't put rollback in in Persona Four. Arena. Maybe. Uh, I, uh... I mean, Disney is a t- Disney is a terrible company, so I wouldn't be surprised about that. So. Careful, I I can hear Mickey Ricky Rat <laughs> showing up like behind you as we speak. Listen, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. If Nintendo's going to do cloud stuff, honestly, Google's looking for a shopper for their Stadia tech. Just fucking outsource <laughs> it to Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get Google Stream, bro. It's fine. It, it, out, out of out of all the problems Stadia had, it actually works as a product, right? Like it works. 
So put that when you walk away, you don't hear me say, please put this shit on fucking Stadia. That that's the take. <laughs> okay, so the next uh, one, I have zero. This is another one of those like like front. Yo fish, yo right? yo, you gonna speak? You, no no no. I'm introducing Klonoa because we're only doing respect around here for Klonoa. Klonoa, good physical copies of Klonoa two. I think are like five hundred bucks on the PS two. <laughs> like the fact that remaking this is actually great because you can play it on hardware without an emulator right now. So I am very excited for the Klonoa remakes. It looks it looks like a. Like a puzzle platformer? Uh, okay. It is. Yes, it is. It is one of the best games, like, series ever made, in my opinion. I'm I'm glad Chosa and I are on the same wavelength. He, Klonoa is, like, it is so wild to me that we don't get buckets and buckets of merch of him. I'm, I'm surprised he never showed up in Smash. It's very disappointing, but... Um, also, I thought this was just going to be a port of the Wii games that they did, but it's it's more of a remake than that. So, you know, shout out to Bandai Namco. They we deserve this after they canceled the movie that was supposed to come out. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, that mascot looks cute. I'm surprised that it's not a more popular mascot. Like that looks. Silly. It's so weird to me. Klonoa should have blown the hell up. It's it is it's it. You're right. Like it's so weird. Everything about him is just the ultimate recipe for like massive hit and it just didn't happen <laughs> yeah it just didn't happen sometimes i guess it just doesn't happen uh next up speaking of like cute i mean cute mascots is, i mean portal is uh the portal cube is a mascot i guess technically yeah no it is, uh, it is. yeah no no valve's just trying to recruit some of the r&d for the steam deck <laughs> yeah, they're like we need to <laughs> we got to cover the because uh, i think they're selling it at a loss so this is their yeah uh, so Portal, Portal One and Portal Two, uh, come into coming to Switch. They haven't given a da- date for this. It just says twenty twenty two. Is this the first time Valve has like interacted with consoles in any capacity since like the Orange Box? Yes, this is the first Nintendo like like I think the first time Valve has released the co- game on. Yeah, they they put out some Xbox games, but this is the first Nintendo one. Yeah, I think they have some like, Xbox. I think Team Fortress Two was actually. Technically on a console at some point. All of the orange uh, box is on Xbox. The entire orange box is on Xbox. But um, just for the Nintendo side, yeah, this is the first time. Yeah, so Valve is... There's technically a console version of CSGO. I remember playing Portal 2 on my PS3 as well. But that's like the extent of it. Oh, no, Portal had Portal had PlayStation ports too. Yeah. Okay, so so Nintendo. For this one, Nintendo, this is the first time we're seeing a Valve, uh, Valve-made game on... On, on Nintendo consoles, and I, I know what that's good because uh, Portal One and Portal Two are like good games. Uh, they're very good games. They're fantastic games. It really speaks to the to the. I mean, like I know we're, we we meme and stuff, but it really speaks to how um, like powerful and popular of a system the Switch is. I think it just outsold the Wii uh, like a week or two ago. So like you can slap anything on this little box, and it will do gangbusters. And and the thing is. I think is Valve doesn't like Valve is like Valve is not a company that like really is into making ports of the games. They don't give a shit about anything other than PC. That that's why it's so wild to me. Like it really dawned on me. Well, I mean, it, it, Valve in general too is a company that's not into making anything nowadays. Like they anything just, at all. They just like all they really do is run Steam infrastructure, and then when they're bored, they release something new for fun. It was funny. I, when the Switch Steam Deck was announced, I saw a couple people be like, uh, I'll wait until they do like their second iteration. And I was like, oh, honey, if you don't buy this, you're not getting one. <laughs> They're not doing another one. Oh, honey, <laughs> you're not getting another one. Like, like I, I remember the Steam controller. I remember the Steam, Steam, Steam controller. Yeah. 
Yeah, you haven't been hurt like we have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So live alive. Um, Another one that I (laughs) just like. Another one. Another one. Yeah. Uh, I started screaming. It never came to the States. This is Japan exclusive, right? Until now. No. Yeah. So I played this a long ass time ago because the, I forget their name, but they translated. um, I first, I found them when they translated cave story and they did it like a a fan patch of uh, live alive as well. Um, And it's super sick. I was just, I had heard rumors of um, like a port coming. The fact that it's an HD 2D remake is so wild to me. What can, what, I don't know what convinced them to be like, this is the one, (laughs) but I'll take it. I, I want. I wonder if it's just that they're really into the HD two D thing right now, and they just wanted like a franchise that they that's just like lying collecting dust in in, in a corner somewhere, and they're like, yeah, really, really like because you know you're probably right because obviously people if if they just brought back the SNES version, uh, people like me would lose their minds, but the average person wouldn't care. Giving it that coat of paint will give it more longevity and like interest from people who have no idea what the hell a live alive is. Yeah, nobody. I, I I've never even like like. I mean, this is another one of those that I, I never even heard, and that doesn't surprise me to be honest. But also, did you hear that remaster? So I don't know if y'all know this. I, that was like one of Shimomura's first soundtracks after uh, she moved to Squaresoft, um, and it hits so hard and i'm pretty sure it's like where the inspiration for megalovania came from um from toby fox yeah toby fox yeah toby fox tweeted that it was basically uh a play he got the title from one of the soundtrack uh from this yeah megalomania yeah that tweet alone probably just got them like 200k sales by the way (laughs) so that's cool good for you square but again this is what i mean about them being emotionally abusive because you do you do kingdom hearts cloud and then you do, and then you do this. <laughs> listen, but listen, if Kingdom Hearts had to be cloud for this game to run, fuck it. That oh, fair yeah. trade. Oh yeah, I'll take that behelot sacrifice. Yeah, yeah we, we, <laughs> we sacrifice we sacrifice Kingdom Hearts on the on the chopping block for, for this one. Live alive. Uh, it's coming uh, July, so this is a summer game, July twenty second. Uh, so pre-orders are available for any of you that are. Yeah, that's two days after my birthday, by the way, just so you know that they're, like, catering specifically to me. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and I like the art style. Like, the art style, I think the, like the, like the trailer, I'm looking at it, and it looks looks nice. Uh, it's, it was good. I just, <laughs> I literally, like, I was at work, and it was really hard not to, like, you know, gesticulate wildly. Um, I mean, you already had a full screen Nintendo Direct going on in the in your cubicle. So, I mean, really, oh, hell yeah. at that point, I, I mean, what's making noise is what's you've already crossed the bridge of not giving a fuck. So, I mean, I come not, on. Nope. You're correct. I was like, I'm slapping this on. I mean, I had a sandwich in my hand, so call it a lunch break. But yeah, <laughs> was like, yeah. yeah just a 40 minute lunch break. We watched the yeah. <laughs> uh Nintendo Switch Sports, which is our. Uh, Create successor to spiritual successor to Wii Sports, uh, April twenty nine. So it's it's not that far away either. Uh, I I know I know that like, Wii Sports was like a fucking phenomenon. Like it took over North America. Like it sold a gazillion copies on on the Wii. Like that was the reason. Like the Wii was so popular was that everybody everybody and their mom bought like fucking yeah, and it came bundled with the Wii, if I recall correctly. Yeah. I imagine this year's Black um, Friday bundle is probably going to include Switch Sports instead of oh, Mario Kart. Without it, I feel like doubt. Nintendo's finally yeah. done doing the Mario Kart bundle, and they're doing the Switch Sports mm-hmm. one now for Black Friday. 
Yeah. Um, you know, uh, th- it's cool. I'll probably get it so I can like play with my mom like we used to. Uh, but one thing that I was very happy to see was a volleyball game. I really like volley volleyball um, games and like video games. But the problem is that the only good volleyball uh, video games, there's two. One is the mini game in like Mario Party 4 or 5, I think, the one that came out on the GameCube. And then the other one, and I hate that I have to say this. Dead or Alive? Yep. It's really like mechanically, <laughs> it. it's really strong. It's it. really good I mechanically. But like, you don't want to. Like, I was just waiting for it. I was just like, is, yeah, is he talking you... about Dead or Alive? Is he going to mention it? Like, you know, titty, but you don't, titty. That, like, I don't want that to be the premier, like, high That's not a game you can play with Listen, your mom. Shut up, all right? I play it for no. the mechanics, all right? Come on. Yeah, I play for the mechanics. Bro, nobody. This is literally the video game equivalent of like, oh, I read Playboy for the articles. <laughs> so, so speaking about Switch Sports, though, okay, I, I talked to Static about this earlier, but Mint, do you think you can buy this game on the Switch Lite? Do you think the eShop will let you buy it? Oh, I don't know. Yes, and do you think does Nintendo give you any warnings about the fact that you actually can't play this on the Switch Lite without an extra? Oh, absolutely not. Nope. You can buy no, this game no, on the Switch Lite. There are no warnings that it will actually will not work because the gyro and HD rumble stuff is not in the Switch Lite Joy-Cons. Or you'd be swinging your Switch Lite around and not be able to see the screen. Man, they really... What is... This company makes me want Nintendo to give and Nintendo Nintendos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, at least in, in the, I'm looking at the store page for the game and it's, and it's supported play modes like says TV mode, tabletop mode, but handheld mode is not supported. So that's that's throughout. That's throughout. There's no handheld mode, but you could still buy it on a Switch Lite. That's enough legal like indication for them. Yeah, you have to put your Switch like down and then connect separate Joy-Con. Oh my god. <laughs> um oh, actually, I have a question. Can you put a Switch Lite in a dock? Does that work? Like I don't actually know. Yeah, that's how I do mine of Ethernet. I got a little dock and then it doesn't so you can put it in a dock and it'll but you still you need separate controllers obviously but yeah, yeah. so i have a oh my god where is it it's uh something that lets me use an xbox controller with it or i haven't done it in a while i think they broke it in a firmware update so I, I just haven't i've been playing pokemon legends portable like like a like a real chad but um but yeah the, you can put them in like a dock and then have like ethernet thing for it, so you know because why would i ever use wi-fi on a switch i if i'm gonna beat yazora it's on ethernet you know what i mean <laughs> Right, right. Of course, of course. <laughs> if you're gonna yeah, beat Yozora, like play, play the original version. Oh yeah, I'm increasing. I'm increasing the uh, the bounty. Although I know at this point, I'm just gonna do it myself. <laughs> it's but, gonna happen. The mainstream. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, it would. It will definitely. I want to do it as like another charity stream. Um, but I just. I don't want to go through. I don't. I just don't want to go through the effort. Somebody give if, give me your save file for Yozora so I can do that. <laughs> Because I'm not gonna go through all that. Like if if if, if you're gonna go through that pain, like at least make it for charity. So you know, like you know, so like right. It be, yeah, no, but um, no, that's that's interesting. I don't. I was like, does it let you use physical buttons? But if if you have to, if they don't include handheld mode, then probably not. no. Yeah, that's that's one of those things Nintendo just does for some. And reason. they just don't tell you. Yeah, about just, it, which is super just cool. Um, uh, Taiko no Tatsujin. Uh, Rhythm Festival. I don't know if anybody like. I think I have played this game on the Apple TV because it was an Apple Arcade exclusive first. This game it was. is it fun. Was sick. This is a fun game. Um, is it? I I mean I don't actually. I kind of like the rhythm games a little bit. Like it's they're kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun, and the Switch versions are cool because you can like literally swing the Joy Cons like their drums. It's not quite the same as like um playing it in an arcade, which is super fun, but. 
Um, it is, it's cute. And I know some people were like, uh, I saw some people online who were just like, Oh, a subscription service. But I think if this is how we can continue to get like rhythm games with like updates and stuff, it makes sense to me. Yes. I, I, I think this is one of those things where I think uh subscription service makes sense because mu- music license. Yeah. 500 songs is unreal. Like mastering those at the hardest level, all of them, you'll get your money's worth. That's a lot of songs. Yeah. That's just a lot of fucking songs. And like, Music licensing is expensive. Uh, not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. And yeah. it's Japanese stuff too. So like it's hella more difficult to get it here. Like honestly, if I can, if I can play a Utara Hikaru song in this, I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. Uh, <laughs> let me get it. Like, <laughs> uh, let's go. Like, okay. So triangle strategy. Uh, this is the, uh, tactics game, right? Is this the ta- tactics? Uh, Square Enix and Art Dink, apparently. Uh, is the 2D, like the HD 2D thing? Is that, is that, is, okay. I think they had a trailer for this like two years ago or a year ago. Like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, yeah, they released a demo. They did the same yeah, thing. Yeah. A demo or prior demo. And this is a new demo of it. So, um, yeah, this is like the tactic style game, right? So it's like, it looks good. I mean, I mentioned this in my, um, server. People who are like, calling this like the second coming of tactics um are going to be really disappointed because what made tactics good was like matsuno he's a he's an incredible storyteller yeah like because and i would argue there are a million isometric tactics games that are better than tactics on the ps1 is mechanically without a doubt so that this game will not hit that game's narrative highs especially if it's like the same team that did octopath strategy which i'm pretty sure it is then that narrative uh it was okay not exactly what you came for but um mechanically it's it's gonna be real strong i haven't played the demo the new demo yet i I want to um, i'll download it after this but um yeah i mean it looks cute we don't get enough isometric uh strategy games strategy that's true the isometric strategy so yeah not like this anyways no uh also uh i don't think any any of us care about cuphead uh, I think the art style is racist. That's my take on it. It sure is. <laughs> That's my take. When I saw that, the, that when I saw that they made Wayne Brady the Dice King in the Netflix show, I was like, okay, so you're not even pretending. Like I love Wayne. Great, he seems super chill. But like, why him? <laughs> I don't. It's just weird. It's a little sus. That's all. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing to say about Cuphead. Like, it's not even my kind of game, so it's not like I, I have. Like, the only thing I know is the art style, which uh, does not is not a good thing. Yeah, and they and like yeah, and they didn't even really try to engage with like the discussion about it, which kind of they just like they just keep making it. Like they just keep releasing stuff for it, which is which is sure. I mean, make that money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Dread is getting, uh, I mean, it already is up, out today. It's already out. Is they getting, uh, Dread and Rookie mode? I guess those are difficulty levels for, for Metroid Dread. I'm upset about this because you cannot change an existing save. And I just want to beat, I haven't beat Dread yet. And I kind of wanted to put on Rookie mode just to power through it. But I have to start a new save for it, which is silly. Yeah, that's annoying. I am happy that the game is getting support in any way. Cause it really shows how successful this game was, which is just, like that's so wild but you're right that is annoying i just uh i know mother one and two earthbound uh beginnings and earthbound are coming to the nes snes online that is the subscription uh that's part of the nintendo 
you know, they're already out. They're already out. And um, the, the thing about this, so the thing about Earthbound is I myself, I've never really beat Earthbound. You know, it's not like my game. But the reason most people have it. <laughs> Sorry. The reason that this is important, though, is Nintendo never, never dresses the existence of Earthbound, right? Like, that's why I got excited because they actually, outside of just Ness being in Smash, right, are now actually addressing the fact that Earthbound is a property that they own and does exist. It's, a, it's like if, if they brought an F-Zero game to NSO, right? Like, if they brought F-Zero for the N64, I'd be like, oh, shit, you're, rec- you're, you're acknowledging that this game exists. Maybe there's hope for something in the future. Probably not, but maybe. I mean, is, isn't Earthbound, like, the inspiration for games like uh, Undertale? and? Uh, if it's the inspiration for every mediocre JRPG made by a white guy since, like, <laughs> the game's existence. I mean, listen, I'm just going to say it. People, everybody's like, I'm going to do Earthbound, but also I have, like, a hatred for JRPGs that kind of feels like uh, a little a little phobic of of Japanese people, and then it's horrible. It's, it's sort of like, you know, like Demon Dice, you know, like, yeah, that's... Stop. <laughs> wow. Why are you doing wow. that? Listen, it's gonna you, happen. you can't just hard counter me like this. <laughs> no, Wait, I'm Mitch, mad. do you know who Demon Dice is? <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he we knows. talked he, about we talked it. About I had to listen to, I listened to a track because um, Mint Prime, or Minty Wyvern, was like, listen to this song about Twitter beef, and my soul left my body. So that was super cool. Oh my god. Speaking about Twitter beef, can we just talk about VTuber communities for a moment? Can we talk about the latest VTuber drama? Just one quick detour. Static, oh, I didn't tell you about the VTuber drama. So, um, someone in a whole alive turns out they fuck because they're a human being, and all the people on Twitter got <laughs> mad at them. I was gonna make a joke uh, that was just like, you, sh- you can be a fan of me because that'll never be a problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bro, just Jesus a kamikaze, kamikaze. <laughs> wow. light it all up uh, wow. Um, <laughs> don't wow <laughs> zombie on before no one cares can we just skip it let's just skip uh let's just let's just skip to mario kart get to fuma den um no demon slayer um demon slayer tax evasion should have been the name of the game um that's a joke that Oh, wait, you didn't know that the, the person who runs uh, Ufutubal, I do not know how you pronounce oh. it, he got arrested for tax evasion, right? The entire, that company. I forgot about that. Because they also do the uh, animations for Tales of, right? They do all the animations for the Tales series, too? Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 evade their taxes. They don't pay their taxes, and they underpay their Damn. staff. He should have been a. He should have been a. <laughs> I can't make that joke. Never mind. That was going to be about Roroni Kenshin. That's all. I think you can uh you can draw the line from there. <laughs> uh lego brawls lego brawls who cares two point campus um never heard of it i'm not but now we got to talk about wait actually do you have something to say about two point campus oh no i was just gonna say it's like zoo tycoon but but for building a university and now um the mario kart 8 is is the next one here and Actually, I, I won't. I won't make. A, I won't make a COVID joke here. Nintendo's just announcing a booster pass for the game. <laughs> We're just comboing with. Yeah, I mean, the joke was so the joke was going to be Pfizer and Moderna are, are in short supply in Japan, so Nintendo had to put it into their own hands. But that maybe is a little too problematic. Oh <laughs> so this is uh, like for forty-eight, uh, forty-eight co- remastered courses from like past Mario Kart games. Uh, so that they're releasing them in batches for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. until 2023. So we are not getting a new Mario Kart. That is 100% deconfirmed. Well, it's one per generation, though. It's always one per generation, isn't it? Well, but I, didn't this come out on the Wii U? I actually don't remember. Yeah, it did. Mario, this is a 10. So 
the joke here that I was going to make, which I'll make right now, is Bungie couldn't do it. <laughs> Sorry. EA couldn't do it with Anthem, but Nintendo did it. They finally made a 10-year game. Mario Kart 8 <laughs> is a 10-year game. No one else can do it, but correct. Nintendo has made Mario Kart a game as a service and will successfully continue it for 10 years. When did it come out? Is it actually 10 2014. years? 2014. 2024 oh is when this booster pass ends. Waning, waning immunity ends in 2024 for Mario Kart. Oh my it God. is a 10 year Bungie game. crying in the club right now. They had to get bought by Sony just to, just to deal with this revelation. <laughs> so I, 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 my, I, I don't play Mario Kart 8, my, but my brother just like casually plays it sometimes. That's the only use the Switch. That's like the best selling game of all time right now or something like that. It, it makes in, like incredible amounts of money every month. It's like GTA 5, Mario Kart 8. <laughs> Everyone who buys uh, the Switch, they just buy Mario Kart 8 as well. Or they're given Mario Kart 8 as part of a pack-in bundle. Yeah, part a of bundle. a bundle, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is, I think the starting of, starting point of this is is, is uh, March 18th is when the, the start of the map release cycle is, which is incredible. Either they're just like drip-feeding these, like instead of releasing all of them at once, because this is Nintendo. I mean, there's something more important to talk about this too, that this is now included in the expansion pass, right? So now this is this is the next first-party DLC included. So I think what we're going to see in the future is just, like for example, Breath of the Wild 2, they're probably going to do DLC, and I imagine it's going to be included in the expansion pass. So that so they're doing like a games pass thing, kind of for DLC, like sort of like just yeah, like the NSO is now going like they're I guess their quote unquote continued investment in NSO is poor emulators and then DLC. But I think because you technically would save money if you play like if you play only Nintendo games, you are actually saving money and buying the expansion pass versus buying all this DLC independently, especially if they do like Splatoon DLC and stuff like that. So it's actually a pretty clever way from a business perspective to get people locked in onto the NSO train. Yeah, I would have I would have liked if this existed in like 2017 because then they could have done it with that Xenoblade 2 expansion, which I don't regret buying but would have loved to have gotten for free. And that's exactly the kind of thing I think would would have happened with with that game in particular. One thing I do want to touch on with the DLC. I don't know if y'all saw people immediately started complaining about how it looks graphically. I guess because it um is like pulling from the mobile game Mario Kart Tour or whatever it's called. Uh the, the tour, yeah, tour, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't I don't really see it. But then I saw some pictures of Coconut Mall and I was like, that doesn't look like as good as I remember Mario Kart 8 looking. So um I I it's still hard to tell because video compression is like bleh. But um, I am curious to see if they are phoning this in. And even if they do, I don't think it matters. I don't think it doesn't. It doesn't matter how much people complain. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. It absolutely does not matter. If, it does not matter because it's, it's fucking Mario Kart. Like they could literally, like, like they could charge, they could charge like for each map pack, they could charge like twenty dollars and people would buy it like that's literally like this is just it's just i brought in my switch to work once and i was playing on my lunch break and somebody like walked over and they were like oh are you playing mario kart like they didn't ask me what are you playing they just assumed that i was playing mario kart like that like for them it's like this is the box that plays that like plays mario kart so yeah no i mean good luck uh petitioning or whatever (laughs) 
<laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, so there are some announcements that were exclusive to the Japanese version of the Direct. Uh, I don't know if any of these interest you other than Chocobo GP. I know you already talked about Chocobo. <laughs> it's just like- oh, yeah, I already complained about that. And it's pretty cool that Voice of Cards is like already getting a sequel. They're just, they're they're pretty chill, like uh, just whatever tableish toppy classic JRPGs. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask if it's like a visual novel or something. Nah, it's like um it's a it's literally straight up like a JRPG, but everything is represented via cards. I don't and the big thing was Yoko Taro was like he wrote the first one. I don't think he's writing this one. Also apparently this yeah this is coming to Steam as well. I just I just like searched this so it's coming to Steam on the seventeenth. Yeah. So that's cool. Centennial case is apparently a big deal uh, in Japan. So people are saying to like keep that on the lookout. Um, and then um, 13 Sentinels, if you haven't played it, you should play it. It's like one of the best sci-fi stories I've ever experienced. It sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard about it, but I, I can't quite remember why. It's uh, it's by Vanillaware. Shout out. Um, Atlas. Atlas? Every game they make. Well, Atlas is the publisher. Vanillaware... Yeah, Vanillaware. Oh, I listened to the publisher. Okay, I was wondering because I searched it. It was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did like Odin Sphere. They did um, that one like Dungeons and Dragons arcade fighting game. And they did, uh, I can't remember, but it's the best one that they did. Uh no. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. It came out on the Vita. That's why I can't remember. And it's about like samurais. It's cool. Uh, so this, I mean, this is like going to be a port of the like what PS4 version. Like I think. Yeah, it's basically a visual novel. There is like some combat, but it, it has it doesn't matter. You're there for the wacky time travel plot, but it comes together very interestingly. So definitely the kind of game that would do well on the Switch, in my opinion. Also, I think a uh, Yoko Taro has said it's like please buy Vanillaware games because like we need this company in the industry, and he's correct. So if you don't want to listen to me, listen to the guy that created Two B. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so fi- finally, I think we get to talk about uh, things that are not from the direct, but are also like important, I guess. Oh wait, wait, we need to pause for one moment. Mint, can you please explain how I do combat in Xenoblade Chronicles? Oh my god, oh, <laughs> uh, the first one. Here we go, or the second one. I I only own the first one. Okay, so the first one, what you do is um, you get behind them, and then you do backslash, and then you get to the side, and then you do side slash. Um, and then you hope that the AI is like working with you, and then if they don't, uh, then you lower the difficulty. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Uh, okay, I mean, being 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 one hundred percent real, um, it basically just plays like a very slow MMO, um, and like it's an it's it's an it's kind of annoying, not kind of it's really annoying um, because you, you if you don't have like a good team comp. Um, then you're going to get like destroyed. And the thing is, is that the game gives you your first three characters, right? It's um, um, generic British guy, buff, racially ambiguous guy, and thick white woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sharla. Yeah. It's like, they're like, okay, here's your tank. Here's your DPS. And here's your um, like medic. This is the, this is the Holy Trinity. Use this. But monolith problematic that you made the woman, the medic, but you know what? That's, that's a different discourse. (laughs) The game though is wrong in teaching you this because Xenoblade Chronicles is very 
like heavily dependent on just burning every enemy to death as quickly as possible. So what you have to do is switch to like three DPS as quickly as possible and use them to just eliminate every single enemy before they even have time to breathe. So it's one of those games where it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have a tank. It's more about just killing everything as fast as possible. That's not, oh okay. wait, wait a minute. I can use my destiny brain here. So it's it's not like playing Nightfall content. It's like playing match made strike content where DPS only matters because these fuckers don't know the mechanics anyways. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It is damage per second. You have to burn everything down as quickly as possible because the longer you draw out combat in Xenoblade, the first, um, the more it hurts you. Like <laughs> it makes you hate the game. No, thank you for the explanation. Oh, I wonder how Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is gonna be combat wise then. Is it even more like two? Are they going to go to one? They haven't really disclosed anything about it, right? With regards to that. Two um, has much better combat. Probably some of the most fun like JRPG combat I've ever experienced. But the DLC is even better, in my opinion. Nobody knows that because I don't think anybody really played it, which is fine. But um, I hope the third one gets closer to the DLC from two. I really hope they don't go back to one. I know it's matching it aesthetically, which is fine. Actually, that's a benefit in my opinion because have you seen uh pure and mithra but um mechanically it's definitely the most boring so. also this is uh, since we're on the xenoblade corner here i am just shocked that nintendo's pushing this series as hard as they do like it's just i guess maybe like is, is xenoblade po- that popular like does it even sell that well yeah it sells hella copies but i wasn't expecting it to be like this is our marquee title for the fall levels of popular but i guess it is yeah i guess it is i mean I like that character who has like the cat ears. Um, that's cute. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Tadic, you're only going to buy one game for the Switch this year, probably knowing you. So you're going to wait until the E3 Direct when they announce the Metroid Prime remake and I force you to play it. You're buying me that game. <laughs> I'm not buying. <laughs> you're buying. I will. I, I shoot you not. I will fucking gift you the Metroid Prime remake because the problem is, I, you know, I don't hype up games like this. Metroid Prime, I know the games you like and I know you will enjoy it, especially if they put free mame on it. If they keep tank controls, I'm not buying it for you. It's not for you. But if they put free aim on it, you are going to enjoy the game because it is it is the kind of like exported first person bullshit that you eat up. Yeah, I mean, do you mean do you mean free aim like pointing at the like pointing via the cursor? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, like not the GameCube controls, but they did the Wii controls, right? Just mapped to an analog stick. So if it was the Wii version of Metroid Prime One, just you know, with with the same controls, obviously not motion, right? But with just the joystick, like a regular first person shooter. I feel like Static would enjoy it, but if you put tank controls on it, he's gonna be like, "What? What in the Resident Evil Four is this bullshit?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't want to ever. Like, I, I've seen people play Resident Evil like the, with the old, old tank controls, uh, and I'm just like, no, absolutely not. Uh, it's not fun, oh. especially in VR because you can like hold your, your shotgun in one hand and a pistol in the other, and it's wildly inaccurate, but it is a thing you can do. I can't go back to tank controls after that. Oh, that's the Resident Evil in in VR just sounds wild. Like that's just I haven't like nothing in video games scares me anymore after doing that. <laughs> like I, I don't. It doesn't matter. You have to. I have to physically be in the space to be scared at this point. Yeah. So Xenoblade Chronicles three. There's a lady with a big red sword. Uh, who, has, who wears there? Sure is. Sure is. There's British people. <laughs> there's British people. There's Welsh people. You know what's very funny about it too, right? So the reason that Xenoblade Chronicles has a very UK localization is that Nintendo of America didn't want to touch it. The American Nintendo arm was like, this shit's not going to sell. So they handed it off to Nintendo of Europe. And now that's why everyone in the game sounds British. <laughs> is that really? That's so okay. funny. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a hundred percent by accident. Because what was it called? Like Project Rain something, Rainmaker, where they wanted to get this and um, I think two other games localized in America or in in the West, I guess you would say. And uh, yeah, like Joseph said, they were like, um, "You you handle it, Governor." And they were like, "Okay." And but I think that worked to its its favor because all of the memes are like based on how painfully British the characters are. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's it, you can make fun of the, the Brits are like everybody can make fun of the Brits, so it's fine. It's fine. oh, yeah, I'm, they kind of ruined civilization as a whole. So <laughs> that's I think fine. they've they, they've earned a little <laughs> bit. Of, can, yeah, one thing I think fine. what I've heard is too what they do specifically from is like depending on how rural it is, right? They'll match it with like a rural like UK accent, right? Like more of a Welsh or something accent. So I guess it just plays nicely with with the sort of the actual um, story of the game. Yeah, yeah, monolith yeah. It, 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 soft. Is yeah. the developer. Uh, that is the developer. Yeah, um, yeah. So now speaking about other games that um, actually have no voice acting, I think we should talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, Arcane. Okay, uh, sell me on this game, please. <laughs> or, damn it. Uh, okay. I mean, I think I can start. Well, so I guess, first of all, do you, have you played other Pokemons and how much do you like them? No, I think the only, I mean, really, the only Pokemon I played was a long time ago. I played Pokemon Gold on an emulator uh but i didn't i didn't really i don't really enjoy the the whole pokemon loop like as it is in gold or whatever okay i think with so we're kind of the same because i really got into red and blue because i was a child living in america in the 90s and then i really really got into gold and silver yeah i'm yeah thank you actually (laughs) that does make me feel a little bit better um and then i hopped off that train for like 15 years and then i got sword and shield and hated it uh, and then I got Arceus and enjoy it. And I think, so Arceus, um, I, I guess I have to explain the joke first, I guess. But basically, if you've watched um, The Last of Us 2 uh, review from Nakey Jakey, he talks about having Goopy Goblin Gamer Brain Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, it's just like it, it, moment-to-moment gameplay is what matters the most. Most Pokemon games are not very goopy. They are, like, everything takes forever to do. And there's, like, a million menus you have to go through. And the reason why Arceus is stuck with me is because it has such a, a, a goop loop um, in that, like, everything fights take, like, 11 seconds. You can, like, catch Pokemon instantly without having to worry about um, going through 15 different menus where they show you the Pokedex and you have to name it. And um, the uh, the speed versus power, like, Final Fantasy X-esque um, turn-based system is a nice change of pace as well. Um, it all just flows like really. That's what I've been. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing from reviews and like people talking about it, is that it just feels more like it just feels like Pokemon like thrust into the world of like open world encounters. Like Pokemon become like op- more open worldish. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, like and like again, it's one of those things where like if you've played Pokemon, you know that if you want to, I don't know fly somewhere or, or swim somewhere you have to get in front of the lake and then press a and then um and then it's like do you want to ride yeah, and then you click yes and then you pick the pokemon you want to surf on yeah in this game you just fall into a river and press plus like the plus button on on your controller and you're just swimming oh that's good i i that it's like stripped away like the sort of the busy work that was in the previous Pokemon games? Yes, undoubtedly. And uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not getting more patient as I get older. That's, yeah, <laughs> Especially was, like when it comes to games. That. It's just like, let me just let me play. Let me play. If I was going to get into Pokemon, it would have been as, a, as, as like a teenager, and I'd, I'd 
definitely did not get into Pokemon as a teenager, so it feels like... <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't get into it as an adult because so much of it is just like, okay, all right, I'm walking. Oh, here's a cutscene. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, cutscenes are fine. Pokemon cutscenes aren't. They're boring as hell. They fe- Oh, that's the other thing, actually. This game is like not shy and talking about how like you know if you go out there you'll get murdered by pokemon which you know i don't need like super edge or whatever but it is fun <laughs> yeah, to to no like, like for example here's an example of one of the first side quests so there's a pokemon, pokemon called drifloon if you catch it the entry tells you it steals children and your introduction to this pokemon is that you have to save a child from being stolen from this pokemon that's probably going to kill it. That's that's dark, bro. Like, what? yeah, it is. And and Pokemon has always been weird like that. But this is the first time I feel it's been directly addressed. And what's cool is like I know people were like the side quests are useless or whatever, which is kind of true. But they add a lot of flavor to your like home base uh, because the the town kind of comes to grips with like these weird as hell like monsters that are living on the outskirts of, of their society and like what that means and how they can like befriend them. But, um, you know, I, it's not, it's, I would still, it's not a proof of concept. It's definitely a finished game more than I think people would say, but, um, it is definitely like, it, it's not a hundred, it's not a breath of the wild. It's not a hundred percent of the way there, but just the fact that it's the most engaged I've been by Pokemon since I was like seven, which was 20 years ago at this point, I think speaks enough to its quality. Not to say that I have incredible taste, but if I could enjoy that. I think I think that the thing that sort of made me interested in this is like people who don't like Pokemon are like, this is good. And I'm like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe this is the one I can I put into. So I mean I'm I'm kind of sold on it, but I have to like Well, I, let I, me give I, you my pitch though for this. All okay, right. So okay, okay. this if we had to do Zelda allegories here, I would consider this to be the Pokemon Skyward Sword for the reason of that it is in sort of in retrospect, you can tell that Breath of the Wild is the straight line from Skyward Sword. Like it in piece of like some of the mechanics introduced, the ways they changed up some of the things in Skyward Sword, right? Definitely are straight lines of where they went with Breath of the Wild. Similar with this game. This is like the first time a Pokemon game gives you agency and like things actually have impact with what you do in the game. And like, how I mean by that is one of the first things you find out when you go out into the field, right? Because there's like, there's a base town and then you go out to the field to catch Pokemon is the game that will, not, will make no qualms about fucking you up. Like, so for example, in a regular Pokemon game, you can run anywhere. And like, so I jumped off a cliff thinking, oh, whatever, it's a Pokemon game. No, I died from fall damage. Right? Like, and then you walk up to a Pokemon with red eyes. It, it, it killed me in three shots. I didn't even get a chance to throw out a Pokemon with it for the alpha Pokemon. So there's very much like a sense of, oh, shit, I actually need to be careful in how I'm doing things. And also you get agency in how you can how you can tackle things. You can begin a fight if you want to. Right. You can throw a Pokeball at someone and just start fighting them or you can throw a Pokeball and start catching them. Right. It's sort of your choice. And there are different ways to catch Pokemon and you can engage with as much of it as you want to. And you're not forced to do anything. You can spend a couple hours catching Pokemon and like just keep progressing that way, or you could just skip through the main story beats and keep progressing that way. There, there are some gates, but it's not annoying gates, right? They're just like you know, you need to be, you need to do these many research tasks to go to the next area for the main quest. But it sort of ble- bleeds into the main quest in a not annoying way, and it's just it's a breath of fucking fresh air. It is, it takes all the bullshit out of Pokemon. And it's it keeps some of the core aspects of fighting and all of that. But I think the first time I was surprised with the game is like 
you're in a battle, you can just run away from it while your Pokemon are fighting and go do yeah, something else. You just walk like, literally, <laughs> your Pokemon are fighting, it's it's free range. You're not in a different area. <laughs> so you can oh, just yeah. walk away while your Pokemon's fighting and go do something else and pick up an item on the floor and then go back. Wait, what happens? Like, what, it, what if, if, if your Pokemon loses, what happens then? Like, we'll get sent back to your Pokemon. It just goes back into your... Yeah. Yeah, you just run away and the Pokemon attacks you, literally. The Pokemon will start attacking you. <laughs> yeah, you choose to fight another day. So, no, uh, Chos is 100% correct. And there's just, there's this, it's like this trimming of the fat and there's this level of smoothness where like I could be riding my my mount, see a Pokemon, uh, like literally just press plus, the instantly disappears, dodge roll into some bushes, throw a berry to to lure it and then sneak behind and then throw a pokeball catch it there's no like menu it's just like at the top it's like you caught x this is the exp your pokemon got from catching it and you just keep it pushing which is like my the dream game so it never feels like because you know i get like two hours to play a game on a weekday uh, on average and it's like i want to feel like i've made progress and the game constantly makes you feel like you are um making progress also um you know i've never really cared about like the quote unquote difficulty of Pokemon, but if, but like these, these trainers will fuck you up. Like they will. Like I, I wasn't expecting that, but like, if you're not paying attention, it's not like other Pokemon games. There are Pokemon who will like, there are, you know, people will have Pokemon and this time the AI will give their Pokemon like other moves besides like their typing. So like you don't, you won't always know what to expect. And on that note, um, the other thing is, Bef- in Pokemon, old Pokemon games, you would if you wanted to swap out your Pokemon's moves, you'd have to go back to town, find a move tutor, talk to them, and then swap moves out. And this one, you can just go to the menu, um, like look through your move pool, be like, "I want my Leafeon to know Hyper Beam right now." Swap it out, and that's it. It's like which sounds so simple, but for Pokemon, <laughs> yeah, they just streamlined it. Yeah, they just streamlined it like massively. Okay. Yeah, I'm sold on it. I like. I I need to like. I'm almost done with. I mean, I'm not done. But Crusader Kings Three Royal Court came out like this past week. Nice. I think the main thing that will sell you is that it doesn't. You, there's no wait for sale when it comes to like That's Nintendo I mean, I know, games. Anyway, yeah, I know so that. Nintendo games. Like, it's not about, <laughs> just grab it when I, you it's, want it's, it. It's not like a Steam game where I'm like, oh, I should, I should wait for the. I'll wait until it's three dollars. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> games don't get discounted, and the thing too I enjoy is. From a story perspective, they just don't beat around the bullshit. They're like, yeah, there's a giant space-time hole in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's just, like, living with the fact that there's a space-time hole. Yeah, they, they just, just reference it as a daily occurrence. Yeah, it's just it's just, just happening. Uh, that's just fine. Uh, Sifu, uh, that's, you don't need to sell me on Sifu because I'm not going to buy it. But Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't try. I'd be uh, very rude. I, I, it just, like, I was watching you play this game on stream, and I... I it's it's amazing that you like are able to play this game and like enjoy it in some way because it just looks like it just looks <laughs> I'm a bottom. That's oh, the explanation. Yeah, for like that. very much like <laughs> like I mean <laughs> Jesus. Um it's it just looks like diff like sometimes games are difficult and it's fine, but this feels like it's difficult for the sake of being difficult. Like it's just... well, I mean, it's it's out of France, and I mean, what other games have we gotten out of France? You know, we got David Cage's Detroit Beyond Human or whatever. You know, so it's not like the French have a good reputation for making great games. 
man, I could have lived without the information that this was made by French people. I now enjoy it less. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you want to know even worse? So the martial arts person that they consulted with, right, to do martial arts for the game, the quote unquote master, was white. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, that's horrible. That's bad. That's, that's yeah. actually bad. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's bad. But and it's also it's just like this game. It's not it like I actually had to take a break from it because it was like giving me ulnar nerve pain that I haven't had since I was like. I don't know, 22. <laughs> so yeah, it, there's, it's like, it, it demands this level of like physicality for what should just be a video game that I don't know. Now there are parts of it that I like when it flows together and like, you're doing a good job. It feels really good. And um, I like the age mechanic um, system because and I think I mentioned this on stream compared to like other roguelikes where you can't really practice against the boss. Cause you have that one life. You can sit in front of Sean, which is the boss from the club, and lose to him over and over again, and but continue to get practice because you you can just be like, okay, no, I want to stay and continue to learn the patterns and stuff like that, and then try again. That part is cool. I actually don't have a problem yeah, the age with that. mechanic is um, interesting. Like it's actually like the yeah, most interesting yeah, part of this that game. part. I didn't have yeah. a problem with, um, but the the difficulty and the feedback. Um, which I, I mentioned it right before we started, just like you can't really tell when you've perfect parried somebody or regular parried somebody. You you can't really, sometimes you can't tell what a difference between a high and a low is. Um, there's all these little things where it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I, am I doing it right? What? what oh, okay. No. Okay. I, I get to hit three times and then I have to block immediately. There's no indication for that. What's when? When can I grab? When? When can I uh, block versus dodge versus counter? All that stuff is not. Uh, and it's funny that shows some mention like fighting game feedback because that is what makes good or bad fighting games like live or die is that feedback. And it's oh, I should say we weren't recording when when I said that bit. So for context, what I was saying is that if you listen to the audio mix in this game, the punches sound super muted and you don't get much directional feedback audio audibly from where people are coming from so like for at least from the gameplay i was watching it was very hard to sort of hear where you should be throwing your punches or what direction you should be facing in and only relying on visual cues which is not great for a fighting based brawler yeah and compare that to killer instinct which has such good sound design that somebody played competitively um despite being blind like they just use audio cues to 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 play and played very very well just exclusively off of the sound design, like you can do it. So it's not a matter of like, oh, it's it's too difficult because uh, the the peeps of micro Microsoft did it pretty pretty well. So yeah, a Killer Instinct. I know Chosa likes Killer Instinct. Don't you like? Is that something like that? It's sick. You know, Killer Instinct is a great game that Phil Spencer fucked up. He just oh, he, he, yeah. he, there's yeah. no studio handling Killer Instinct right now. Phil's just like we don't know who can handle Killer Instinct. I don't know. There's plenty of fighting game studios you can probably buy, Phil. <laughs> yeah, right. How about you could have used that energy for Arxis, Phil. Please don't do that. Please don't buy Arxis. Actually, <laughs> do not buy Arxis. It works. I'm joking, Phil. I'm joking. I was not serious. So, um, but yeah, no, don't. I mean, you know, if this were like twelve bucks or something, I'd be like, yeah, why not? If it's difficult, you get a couple hours of fun. But and I don't regret the that I uh, spent like I think it's like forty bucks to play it. L I have. Um, I, luckily, you know, I can afford that, but it is not for the faint 
the, the the faint of heart. So yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it doesn't seem like my kind of game. Like I do enjoy a game that has a good like fighting, like sort of broad. Like I mean, I enjoy like the Assassin's Creed style of combat, like the old Assassin's Creed style of the Arkham style of combat. Uh, but also, well, I mean, like, if you like bad styles of combat, you probably like Sifu though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Joseph. Uh, <laughs> I, I like games that are, have like good fight, like Ghost of Tsushima, for example. Uh, even though I think some of the parry stuff in that game is a little bit like loose, but I think still like the sense of feedback in Ghost of Tsushima is just off the charts. Like every time you get a parry, you know, you got a parry. Like it, it like that's the main, that would actually argue more than anything else that it, like if you do a parry in a game, you should feel like god like you should feel like the coolest person on planet Earth, you know and like platinum games and things like that like the the hit stop the slowdown the visual effects metal gear rising looks like the coolest game ever every time you perfect parry in that game this game you just kind of eh, with your like your your left hand yeah it's got to feel good like it's gonna it's gonna give you that sense of like like just the the game feel like just the feedback from getting a good parry is is important. Uh, that's that's unfortunate, to be honest. Uh, so I, it's yeah, fixable. It's fixable. I, think I, I don't know. If they, I don't know if they will. If they know how to fix it. Like that's my. <laughs> yeah. like, that's my thing. Um, I don't have. Oh, slow clap are the people who made. Uh, what is it? Mm-hmm. I forget what they made. They did Absolver, which was another game that was way too difficult for its own good, but like multiplayer. Uh, whereas this one, it's like I think I've said this also during stream, but like Sifu is like. You've just started a fighting game where all of the other players know all of the mechanics, but instead of being human people, it's a bunch of AI that can like instantly, uh, like, like dodge every attack you do and then hit you with an unreactable low. <laughs> so have fun. That's, that's, that's just okay. That's, yeah, that's rough. Um, speaking of roguelites, I know there's that there's a game I've been playing. This is only a Steam game for now. It's in early access. Uh, it sort of became a sort of a, like I think a couple of YouTubers picked it up. I think like Northern Line picked it up, and it became like a sort of a big hit. It's a game that looks like it was. Uh, it just it's just like a, it's just using a Castlevania Castlevania uh like texture pack. Like they bought the guy. The guy literally said in an interview that. Uh, he bought an acid pack a long time ago and never got around to using it. It just looks like Castlevania, and so everybody's just like, "Please don't DMCA Konami." Uh, but that's more than Konami's done with the. <laughs> that's so. true. I mean, Listen, so Konami game... would have let it slide if he had funged that that pack. Oh, yeah, if he... <laughs> it's an NFT. So it's a it's a it's an action roguelite. Uh, it's very very like. It literally has one verb. It's just you move around and you the the the, the character auto shoots all your weapons. So you just literally ha- I just literally have my fingers on WASD and just move around. And it's it has a good power up system and like it has all kinds of like roguelite stuff in it. And the music is fine. It's whatever, but it's just really fun and simple to play. Uh, and it is literally three dollars. It's three dollars. Uh, can can go wrong with it. It's on Steam. Uh, for anybody who is looking for a roguelite, I I haven't played a good roguelite in a in a in a while. So. Okay, uh, unfortunately, I am a I am but a 
a knave that owns a Mac Mini. <laughs> hey, That's listen, I'm telling you, if main... you want disappointment, get us get a Steam Deck. Actually, 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 there's a there's a Mac version for this game, so you could probably potentially. Oh, static, is it actually. notarized? Will it run? I yes. don't know. He just <laughs> is I, it notarized? I think the developer just released it. I think it might be a little buggy. So I mean, it's in early access. Wait, why, why don't you just install it on your MacBook Air and tell us? I. I I probably should, bro. I don't know. I don't, I don't no, have, no, no, no. You can answer that question. I don't have Steam installed on my on my on my MacBook. Well, I'm hearing uh, excuses. Because... That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing excuses right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm completely unsurprised. Yeah, but I think it's like case. literally just one guy, so it's like not surprising that it's you know like he's trying. He's... Oh, it's on itch. It's it's on. Yeah, I think it's just wait. You could just play it in the browser. Oh, okay, okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah, that's sick. It is on the Mac too, though. You were correct. Wait, let me see. Yeah, I just clicked run game and it started. That's actually wild. That's <laughs> that's, that's cool as that's, hell. That's cool. I think. Oh, I think it's made with Electron. Like it's like a web based. Like, oh, I think that's okay. So you can straight up like browser. play this on Twitter. Oh god, that's, just, that's, yeah, that's really no, it's cool. a bro. It's a good game. Just don't don't even give me that shit about Electron. <laughs> you heard of? Just heard Electron and was like. <laughs> Like it's a good game. Just if you don't mind me, I'm I'm currently playing Pokemon Arceus Arceus on my new Nintendo Switch. So um, you know what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Go yeah. fuck yourself. That's not uh, a that's not a like slur around me. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to shout out before before we wrap up is Crusader Kings Three uh, released their first big expansion. Uh, I think. I think on Wednesday, uh, it's called. Uh, what is, is that? Like a real time strategy it's a, game? It's not real time. It's uh, it's a grand strategy game, as it's called. Uh, so oh, it's like yeah, made by Paradox. So if you know games like uh, Europa Universalis. Oh, this is the one with like the wild like court dynamics, yes, right? Yes. Where it's like you can like. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was okay. I was having I was playing a campaign. I started a new campaign yesterday, uh, and literally like. Like one of my sons like tried to murder me, and it was very hilarious. Oh, nice! <laughs> like, so as it happens, you know, as it happens, and then, yeah, you know, and then, and then like one of my like heirs tried to like like sleep with like my wife or something. Like it was just like very okay. So it's like it's, coming it's, to Game Pass in March, Xbox port coming. <laughs> really? Game yeah, Pass it's coming. March, it's yep. coming to Xbox. Yeah, it's. I too want my children to murder me. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> I thought you were about to say out. something completely different, but the good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not the okay. Uh, so it's a very Feels like the royal true. court expansion adds like a court me- like the royal court mechanics. So you have a court that you can like level up, like you can get grandeur, like you level up grandeur levels. You know, you get you put like artifacts in your court, and like you have court events and stuff like that. So it adds like a whole like that level of like gameplay to this game. It's it's like a full full fledged like uh, like expansion to this game, and it's good. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's like. It's a it's a paradox DLC, so it's cost like thirty dollars uh, because it's because it's paradox and they make their money off DLC. Uh, that's literally how. That's literally. Oh, the- I mean, I feel like they've got a bit of a monopoly on the industry here. It's like, what are you gonna do? You gonna buy? You gonna buy the Crusader Kings competitor? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah absolutely. One hundred percent. They have, nobody. <laughs> there's no competitor, so there's like literally nobody making grand strategy games other than. Other than Paradox at this point, so they literally have have the market cornered, which is fine or not because Crusader Kings 3 is like incredibly good. Uh, so I, and I recommend it as a person who was not into grand strategy games before because I always found them way too intimidating, like too scary, like too hard, like too many mechanics, too many, too much, too many little things that I, like I didn't want to get into. But Crusader Kings 3 is literally probably the most accessible. Uh, grand strategy game. Uh, so you know, uh, it's it's pretty good. 
uh, that is that is all gonna be. That's the podcast. It's been this has probably been the longest podcast uh, in a long time. I think we we didn't go two hours, thankfully. Uh, hey, my claim to fame. I feel like I extend these for way too long. <laughs> I mean, listen. There's a couple more topics we can make. Uh, no, 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 hours no, no. Right. Minutes, Let's get so. back to that Kingdom Hearts Cloud edition. <laughs> Do not. God. So actually, I I want to talk more about the hits Wii game conduit and how they should really make a new one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know they should they should just We're like, remake Midnight Club Three. Like that's that's all. I'm oh, actually, say. speaking about that, um, no, I'll save it for my wrap a bit. You go ahead. You do your thing, Static. I, I believe all in right, you. Uh, as always, show notes. There's going to be a lot of lot of links. There's just I, I, I as as we were talking, I I was just like looking up trailers and like linking them in the doc. Uh, so there's going to be like a bunch of links for all the games we actually care to talk about. The ones that we didn't, I'm just not going to be any links. So I'm sorry. Uh, you can Google them. Uh, also, uh, send us feedback. Talk to us about what you're looking forward to. Uh, I know. We have some Nintendo people in our audience for sure. I'm certain. I'm certain. You're about to get so much Chrono Cross like defensive, defensive hate mail. It's going to be really funny. <laughs> you can just send that to admit makes things on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you do this to me? <laughs> send it to me. Uh, no. Then it's a therapy session. I can be like, I know, I know that they said that. I'm so sorry. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Contact at two shades of brown, uh, dot com. Send, send your emails and your Chrono Cross love letters, uh, whatever, uh, there. Uh, and Christian, Christian, where do people, uh, find you on the, on the. So I'm thinking about, um, buying an original Xbox and soft modding it and soldering an HDMI port on it. Um, I think, I think original Xbox collection is the new wave because it's the only vintage console that does not have games that are $7,000 for physical cops. Sure. <laughs> Sure. So yeah, you can. Uh, I saw this really cool soft mod where you put an SSD in it. Or it's not a soft mod; it's a real mod. Put an SSD, and then you basically replace the built-in fan, and it runs Whisper Quiet. So you got that, some HDMI output. You know, we got ourselves a little gaming box. You know, that's going to be calm, quiet, and and you can play the best port of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. It runs at 720p, 60 on the original Xbox. I'm not joking. That is in fact the best port of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. GameCube was that progressive scan shit. Fuck the PS2. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can find me online at Chosefine on Twitter and at Chosefine on Twitter.x or what I can't speak, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's in the, it's in the URL. It's in, it's in the show notes. And also, I, for, I forgot to say at Packet social and also sonicsafe.com. Uh, and, uh, Mint. Mint. Yes, where can people find you? Mint? Where can people find you? Hello. You can find me on what I don't know why I said hello. Like I just started, like I rebooted <laughs> right, and, just, and I'm starting the Mint podcast. Again. Rebooted, like. But um but yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter at Mint Makes Things and uh Mint Plays Games, same thing on Twitch. Uh and I know tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so I'm just gonna uh shoot it out there if there are any like 10 foot tall uh buff ladies who are looking for a person who has like no redeeming qualities. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, dude. Feel free to DM me. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> if you if you I want to make on, if you want to make yourself look um look good to your family for having a diverse relationship, go hit up Mint. Yeah, yeah. I have a job. I may I do my own appointments. The, I feel like I'm already setting the bar You're pretty high, pretty yeah, high to, compared to, honestly, to, to most straight honestly, dudes. So I'm just throwing and it out. It has there. a driver's um, license too, which is hey. I know this is like a <laughs> this is like a 
like from a from a like a thread we had like a month ago, but like you know your dating profile probably doesn't say likes to travel and stuff like that either. So yeah, like, likes to travel. <laughs> I like to go on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I I know we're gonna wrap this up, but every, like I see so many dating profiles on on like dating apps, just like. I love adventure and I love to travel. I'm just like, bro, bro, hear me. Listen. So if, if you, so let's see, you meet someone who's, you know, you think they're bad, whatever, you know, they, they rep that horchata lifestyle, you know, it's all good. You know, it's whatever you hit them up, you match on Tinder and they say they like to travel like adventures in their bio. What you send them a photo of a VR headset and Sonic adventure Two. <laughs> Boom. Oh my God. Instantly. I was gonna say they, your first date. They're like, I actually, so I pulled this sword out of this temple, and I was um, stuck in time for seventeen years, and then I came out of it. It was that's like the kind of adventure I'm thinking of, uh, and then like that's finally, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just should just change my bio to say I, I like adventures in parents in brackets in video games. Um, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah i like adventures um yeah i i went I, I like hell you know that's a pretty fun vacation spot and it's what it feels like whenever i'm looking at dating profile apps so oh my god you know i i know what i i, I don't care anymore so i just put a picture of my uh, like first my persona art in, in one of the pictures because i don't <laughs> that's like i just i don't <laughs> that's it no that's sick as hell you you have you need to set the tone right away like literally because you're right it's just like this is the kind of you know like non-standard like cishet uh american living in colorado not hiking or smoking weed energy that you are you know going to be giving out just let it be known because you're gonna find out about the the furry profile picture sooner or later let's make it sooner yeah, yeah no no when you put it in your bio basically you're saying without saying, stay strapped. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah, stay strapped. <laughs> With that, right, that's the episode. That's the episode. Uh, <laughs> bye. Catch us in the metaverse. We out. Oh, bye. Stop. <laughs>